You're listening to the Big Finish podcast, zooming right into the space year 2020 on the 5th of January 2020. I know how it looks. Tell me how it looks. Bad. Hmm. It's the third body we found. Yes. On your beach. I should complain. As you said. It looks bad. And coming up in this podcast, sadly, no Benji Clifford. That's not actually true. He will be turning up for the listeners' emails section, but he's still out and about doing goodness knows what. But he will be here for listeners' emails unless something very strange and perturbing happens. So, coming up, it's just me, Nick Briggs. And we'll be hearing from Tom Baker, a really nice thought about his time on Doctor Who shortly after this intro. Then we'll be hearing from Big Finish sound designer Luke Pietnik, who will be talking about his highlights of 2019. Then we delve behind the scenes for River Song Series 7. And then, yes, a bumper edition of listeners' emails with hopefully Benji Clifford turning up. That would be good. And I must offer a special shout-out to Sue Cowley and Karen Parks, who work in the Big Finish production office and do all sorts of amazing things for us. Um, We had a bit of an email problem where the podcast emails were not getting through to me. And Sue went with her metaphorical digital magnifying glass, just like a sort of Sherlock Holmes, and found them because we've recently had an update of our email system. She found them and then Karen forwarded them to me. So if it weren't for Sue and Karen, basically the listeners' email section would not be happening this edition. So huge, huge thanks to you two. Of course, then we'll be offering you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Finish release. Yes, it's the Randomoid Selector Chop. And finally, we finish off with a drama tease. The first 15 minutes of The Diary of River Song Series 7 for free! So with the latest series of Tom Baker Fourth Doctor Adventures starting this month from Big Finish... Bigfinish.com, go and have a look. Just type in the fourth doctor, you'll find some interesting stuff. I thought it was time to just hear from Tom Baker because I've been listening to uh, some of the behind the scenes interviews, and in one of the sections for an upcoming release, Tom says this Go, go, go. So many of the most marvellous things in the world are preposterous, aren't they, really? You know, like, well, Doctor Who, of course, but all sorts of other common garden things are preposterous, like falling in love, you know, getting angry, getting drunk. Uh, Life is full of preposterous things, but at the very top of this preposterous activity, making Doctor Who surely has got to be right up there. I have never, ever in my whole life, and I'm an old man now, I have never been so happy as uh, as I am right now making remaking Doctor Who for Big Finish Productions. Yeah, you can tell from my performance. I hope the joy, because I do think I always did try to get that in, that the joy of being Doctor Who, uh, playing Doctor Who, the Doctor is very rarely depressed. Sometimes he's slightly melancholy, um, but never depressed. He's always finally. He triumphs. Um, 
which of course is not like life at all. It's like dreams. And Doctor Who, when it's beautifully done, as it is at Big Finish, is actually the realisation of beautiful dreams. And I'll be recording with Tom in the next uh, couple of weeks, so really looking forward to seeing him again. It's one of the great privileges of Big Finish to have worked with Tom for the last seven, nearly eight years now, I imagine. I'm not really counting. Um, but yeah, just one of the most delightful things in my life. Fantastic. And from one living legend to another unsung hero, Luke Pietnik is one of our many brilliant sound designers. You've been hearing from several of them over the last couple of weeks, talking about their highlights for 2019, particularly uh, impressed by Joe Kramer's indecision last week. Um, but let's hear what Luke's been up to this year. Hello there, this is Luke Pietnik, a sound designer for Big Finish Productions. Sorry this is coming so late. I feel a bit like I've turned up to a New Year's Eve party and everybody's sweeping up all the bunting. I've been teaching quite a lot this year and my contributions to Big Finish haven't been that numerous, but I've enjoyed particularly working on Blake 7. Blake 7 is a fantastic series, currently masterminded by John Ainsworth, fantastic producer. The team also includes Simon Power, Nigel Fares and David Rucroft, who all do fantastic music and sound design. Firstly, I worked on Blake 7 Restoration Part 1 on a story called Figurehead by Scott Harrison, which features action sequences, chases through industrial silos, lots of spaceships. It was a lot of fun to work on. Couldn't we talk about this? I'm an accommodating guy when you get to know me. Um, that was the plasma venting control you hit there. Now, I'm no expert, but I'm pretty sure that's going to start a chain reaction. Yes, I was right. The plasma valves have been compromised. The whole rig is going to blow. And then coming back up today, Restoration Part 2, which was released in November, uh, which I worked on the story Happy Ever After by Steve Lyons. Bit of a departure, this one. It's kind of a medieval setting, kind of a medieval colony world. It was a little bit different, massive challenge. I had to make the sound of a medieval village. Interesting challenge making a medieval village. You can't really go and record that for obvious reasons. So I got things like chickens clucking, um, blacksmiths hammer hammering, bits of fire crackling and things like that, and then some chatter, some muddy footsteps, the sound of wooden carts being rolled through the village, and then built it up into a kind of soundscape. Just as a slight aside, I'm also responsible for editing a lot of the trailers for Blake 7. Um, it's something that I always really enjoy doing. The most recent one, Restoration Part 2, the box set's actually Paul Darrow's last. Um, I felt honoured to be part of it, and I really enjoyed editing the trailer for it. For this trailer, I decided to do what a lot of Hollywood movie trailers are doing at the moment, where they employ a kind of single-note piano motif of the film's main theme. Jurassic Park have done it, Ghostbusters have done it, so I thought, why not do it for Blake 7? Would you look at that? From Big Finish Productions, Blake 7, Restoration, Part 2. A space station? It's huge. Not just any space station. We've been here before. I never thought I'd see that monstrosity again. Makes me feel sick just to look at it. Welcome to Space World. All in all, 2019 has been a fantastic year for Big Finish. I'd also like to give a shout out to Simon Power, who did fantastic work 
on some of the Sixth Doctor stories like Harry Houdini's War and Emissary of the Daleks. Also to Jamie Robertson for his fantastic work on The Prisoner, Volume 3. I thought it was an absolutely amazing piece of work. Sound design by Richard Fox and Robert Harvey on the fantastic Warmaster Anti-Genesis was also brilliant. Brilliant to hear Mark Gatiss again. And fantastic to go back to 1975 and that Genesis of the Daleks vibe in there. So all in all, 2019's been a fantastic year and I'm really looking forward to next year, both in terms of my work and in terms of what Big Finish you're going to be putting out. And I'm just thinking that um, if you go to the Big Finish website... Oh, it's a message. Oh, it's a message from Benji Clifford. What's he say? Is 11 OK for tomorrow podding? Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, that means tomorrow podcast recording. Yeah, yes, I shall say. Uh, where is it? Yes. 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 I typed test, but luckily WhatsApp corrected it to yes. Fascinating, I know. Um, so anyway, I'm back at bigfinish.com. I just want to yeah if you type in Luke Pietnik or indeed the names of any of the other great sound designers and composers for Big Finish you type that into the search pane at the top of the page you can actually get a selection of the productions they've worked on so maybe whiz through play a few trailers work out what you want to get hold of or want to listen to again if you're one of our very loyal listeners who who gets everything from us Anyway, let me just return to the menu of what's going on in this podcast. Oh yes, how could I forget? Hopefully, to be recorded tomorrow and sneakily edited in, perhaps I should say skillfully, well, sneakily anyway, um, it's listeners' emails! So, Benji, you're here! Yes, apparently so, yeah. uh, You've redecorated. Very very nice, very nice. You thought I was going to say the quote then, but that wasn't good. Yeah, I did, I did. Decided not to, decided not to. Would you like to introduce the emails in the usual fashion? Yes. Just make that up? I would absolutely love to, yeah. Well, you know, I was sitting here and it's it's a new year, new me sort of vibe, you know, and I was thinking... So many new things I could do this year. I could jet off to the Bahamas. I could probably jet back again because obviously I can't stay out there. Um, I don't know. I can <laughs> do more running, drink more water. More running? Well, more running, yeah. yeah. I'd try. Uh, I could watch less cult television. I could watch more. Uh, yes. But there's one thing that I don't, you know, want to change, and that is my yes. love for emails. I love an email. Ah. Emails are what make what uh, makes me happy in the morning. I wake up and I think emails. And if you want to email in and talk to us here at Big Finish, you really can. It's so simple. All you have to do is type in your little email box when you're sending something. Podcast at bigfinish.com. It's so simple. B to the O to the D cast at uh, bigfinish.com. That's, oh, that's brilliant. Done without any script, because there is no script this time. So now I'm going to tell you a story that I've alluded to and mentioned a bit earlier mm. before you arrived, um, which is this. I suddenly noticed over Christmas that there'd been no emails at all. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's I thought, pretty decent. Cons- you know, at least, people are having a- <laughs> at least people are having a good time. Well, this is the thing. I thought, that's not right. There, there are usually some emails, even on a quiet week, mm. you know. Um, and then I realised that the Big Finish mail server has been changed. 
by our IT people, Hughes Media. And I thought, hello. We'd already had someone else who works peripherally for us contact us and go, hello, folks, why the the emails aren't working? I thought, "Uh, they they forgot this person. And I thought, what are the chances they've forgotten about the podcast email address (laughs) as well? So I got in touch with uh, Sue Cowley and Karen Parks in the office. Great people. And, And I just basically moaned. And they were a bit sort of like, yeah, oh God, we're busy. What's Nick moaning about? And, I said, oh, and then I said, it's making me really depressed. This, where, <laughs> where are the emails? And so, and Sue is incredible. She, um, she, as I've mentioned before, she found the, uh, or my, maybe I mentioned later in the podcast. Who knows? It's all a bit uh, messed up on the timeline here with the editing. Um, so she found the podcast mailbox at the bottom inside the inquiries mailbox right at the bottom where no one could find it and of course Hughes Media had forgotten because normally I get an automatic forward from all the podcast emails folks they come straight to me uh, from the podcast emails mailbox but they weren't they've not been forwarded so then Karen who could access it said I'll forward them to you Nick so over the next uh, few hours, I was getting all these Bombarded emails forwarded the emails. to me. So as I've said before on this podcast, we, we owe this section to Karen and Sue, who, um, you know, put up with me moaning like a silly child and, uh, and, and really sorted things out. Which is a good example of big finish teamwork, I think. Definitely, there are New Year's angels, so to speak. Yeah, if there's such a thing, you know, well done to them for. They really that. lifted my spirits. You know, well, I don't know whether anyone else gets this. I don't know where you get this, but if you've got, I've got a virus, like a cold virus, trying to get you in those very early stages, it just makes me really depressed. Oh, definitely. Well, it's because your, you know, your immune system's trying to fight it off and i think that kind of gets you down a bit and your mood your oh, definitely. mood fluctuates doesn't it but somewhat. i don't know i never know that that's what it is i have to be oh, reminded okay. by my wife when i'm particularly negative about things she said she says i think you're getting ill and I get, I'm fine. oh no maybe i'm not actually i have got a bit of a headache and oh, oh my throat feels a bit you know Anyway, before you know so it, you're lying in bed do, with, a, with a hot water bottle. Well, I did have to go and have a lie down. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. That's probably just my age. Um, right, so I'm going to send you some emails. Mm, Okie doke. Uh, what's this then? Hello, hello, hello. What's this then? Right, I'll send you this one. Here it comes. I await its arrival. We await your commands. We await your commands. Excellent. Here we go. Benny Colouring Book. It's my new name. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who's it from? Um, this one in particular. Oh, there's the forward there. Um, this one here is from Tom. Um, who is a member of Proton Mail actually, which is a very secure Swiss-based email provider. Which, oh. uh, yeah, yeah. Don't know why I felt the need to say that, but I wanted to. <laughs> um, it was sent on the twenty-third of December, twenty nineteen, last year at four eleven. Um, greetings, Benji and Nick. Kudos to the team for the Benny Colouring Book. Oh. Really enjoyed the illustrations and accompanying adventure. I don't know if I can bring myself to let anyone colour it in. It's too nice, but I enjoyed it <laughs> nonetheless. Speaking don't colour in the uh, colouring book. <laughs> don't touch that. Don't touch that. I'm saving you. Uh, speaking of different media formats to feature Benny, 
How about a vinyl LP of some adventure that features Bernice Summerfield? As far as I know, she has not been in any LP releases so far. But please correct me if I'm mistaken. I don't think you are mistaken, Tom. Finally, is there any chance of republishing the early Benny release, Buried Treasures? This is one of the last ones I need to complete my collection, and the original release is quite expensive if you can find it. Check out this recent auction in the attached photo. I didn't win this, but I came frighteningly close. There was a Vortex magazine, I think it was number 72, that claimed uh, it uh, could not be uh, republished for contractual reasons. But contracts can be renegotiated, right? I've got it. An LP release of Buried Treasures. Just kidding. Uh, kidding aside, of course. I, I genuinely, uh, I certainly uh, get that the number of people interested in this would be pretty small. So whatever you can do or can't do with this is understandable. The Vortex mag- magazine said that you occasionally play Buried Treasures on the podcast. Is that true? Yes. I've listened to it a lot of them, but I'm scared of the archives, but I've never found it. Be well, Tom. And Buried Treasure was going for a whopping, wow, a whopping 658.82 and received 33 bids. Crikey. Wow. Wow. Mega, <laughs> that's sell huge. For that price. <laughs> that's, that's astonishing, isn't it? That's terrible, isn't it? Oh, well, someone made a bit of money out of that. Yeah, um, quite. Well, I d- well, you might have heard me typing during that, so I sent an email to the powers that be at Big Finish to say, what are the chances of Buried Treasures being released as a download? So, we'll see. I'm not sure what the right situation is there on that one. Just a quickie here from uh, Benjamin Road, who mm. says, welcome back, Benji. Hello, welcome Aww. back to the podcast, Benji. Also, does Nick know about Aimless Wanderings? What's that? Oh, that was you do know about Amos Wanderings. That's do what I? I did a few years ago where I played the, the Fruit Pastel Doctor. Uh, <laughs> yes. yes, long, long time ago, long time ago. Yes, with some dear friends of mine, five Who fans, which no longer exists, and they've all gone their separate ways now. It seems. Um, yes, long time ago that was. Good times, happy times, happy times indeed. Only, only I could have a doctor that runs a pub. I mean, come on. <laughs> Hold on, I'm just um, looking into what this next email could be to send you. Da, 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 da. <laughs> just reading a book. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've got my public eyes, six guineas a day, plus expenses book here. Yes, well, I've been, I've been away from the podcast for a while. I've been kind of doing the, the Christmas New Year thing. You know, that sort of shit. It was just rare for me because I rarely take time out, but I've actually surprisingly been quite a busy chap this Christmas. It's all gone that way. I didn't, didn't plan it. Hmm. Here's one. Where's me washboard? Ah, yes. So here is one from Alex Hui's channel, it says here. Um, sent on the 26th of December 2019 at 2.43. Oh, boxing day. Hi, Benji and Nick. I just wanted to start off by saying that Big Finish is amazing. Uh, yeah. Ever since I finished Tortured on TV, I've been begging for more. Thankfully, Big Finish has provided a lot of Torchwood for me to enjoy. But one thing I have wondered about 
is Billis is it Billis Manger is it as opposed to Billis yes. Manager it says it Billis is manager who's the manager <laughs> um, he showed up in series one of TV Torchwood as well as one episode of Aliens Among Us who in the blazes is he I'd really love to hear more of him because he's so intriguing. Maybe in Tortured Series 7, wink, wink, nudge, much, uh, much, much, I don't even know what. Much, much. Much, 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 much to be done. Um, just a thought I had. Thanks for reading my email and enjoy the new year. P.S. Uh, do an audio with Tom Bateman and David Tennant already. It'd be awesome. Is it an interview or an audio? It says an audio. An audio? Oh, oh wow. Okay, yeah, well, we'll try and do that. That'd be quite fun, just an inexplicable interview with David Tennant and Tom Baker. Yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Just, why why are we here? (laughs) Just the two of them, just leave them in a studio and lock the door and come back an hour later. (laughs) We're gasping for the loo. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I don't know much about Billis Manger, or or indeed his manager. Yes, who is his manager? But it's a very spooky, disturbing character. Terrifying. played. Terrifying. Yeah. He manager, uh, he, he Since this is a bumper edition, I'll read one more email here, all right? Mm. It's from James Lavelle. The shape of things to come, he's called this email. I was very sad to see that the Eighth Doctor adventures continue. Oh, sorry, glad to see it. <laughs> <laughs> As he I knew that the they truth. would. <laughs> Although many of your ranges have moved from the more common single case for each story in slipcovers to dual case in slipcovers, I imagine that this is because you want to save money and the environment by using less pas- plastic. Not less, plastic. Less pasta. I don't know what plastic. <laughs> no more pasta being used in the packaging of our... Yes, you're <laughs> right there, James. This is quite understandable and is definitely the best way to go. Agreed. Uh, as you have now started doing this for the Eighth Doctor with Stranded, I was wondering, does this mean the stories will no longer have individual artworks, which will be a problem for the artists? Perhaps you will go for the approach that only the first series of Gallifrey Time War has gone for, a dual case in the slipcover with separate artwork printed on the discs with digital copies. Mm. This may be something to consider as it keeps the artists earning and saves money and plastic. Also wondering if the limited edition of Masterful is in the same format as the Legacy of Time or more like the Tenth Doctor Adventures and is the narrate and is the narrated uh, third doctor story only narrated by one person or more oh i see thank you for your time and here is to 2020 right um that th- we have ongoing discussions about packaging and the best thing to do for the environment and also we um the costs of everything just goes up all the time and you'll notice the cost of what we sell you doesn't go up so we have to find ways <laughs> of making them less expensive to produce and also we don't want to impact on the environment any more than is necessary and i think there's a lot more that can be done in that regard i mean not doing cds at all would really be a real save on the environment so think on that cd collectors Mm. i've stopped collecting the cds i must say i've still got a load but i'm not collecting them anymore because it's just not enough room and you know 
and all, all all the energy that goes into producing the CDs and all that. Anyway, that's that's a big debate for you to have a think about yourself and not have me harping on about it anymore. Uh, I'm not sure about the packaging of Masterful. I was involved in a big discussion about it and I can't remember what the conclusion was. But it's going to look very special. Um, the third Doctor story, I believe, is going to be narrated by one person. It's just an audiobook. I'm pretty certain that is the case. I'm 99.9% .9 certain that that's the case. Yeah, I've been a bit busy writing The Human Frontier. My my brain is scrambled. Anyway, there we are. Um, that's that's it for our emails this week. Thank you so much for writing in, even though I didn't know that you were writing in. <laughs> it's all a mystery. It's always a pleasure to read them, always. Yeah. And soon we will be doing the Ask Jason thing. Uh, quite a few have been coming in. Now, questions to ask Jason. Jason Hay-Gallery, our chairman of Big Finish. You know, he, he, he buys Benjamin. the chairs, doesn't he? Brings them yes, in. he's sits, the chairman. Sits, sits on them and yeah, reviews them, sort of his thing. Does it very well, I he think. He does, yeah. He's, he's an expert, isn't he? <laughs> he knows uh, a plastic uh, Steinbeck from a, a wing-tipped flamange. <laughs> Chair. <laughs> I think you're making things up. I think I might be. <laughs> Benji, you are now released from the Big Finish podcast. The rest of it is me wittering onto myself. Luckily, I put lots of other interesting things in to distract people from me. Well, and I look forward to, to taking the chair next week, then, in that you case. You will be back. I will be, for I will be back. It is an interesting conjecture. Yes. <laughs> the only living thing. A microscope. Why, why am I doing that? A microscopic organism reigning supreme. Um, okay then. Well, take care and goodbye. Goodbye. Don't forget to send your emails to podcast at bigfinish.com. Yeah. And there we are, the lovely Benji Clifford making an all too brief appearance in this podcast, but he should be back nicely settled in for a full podcast next week. Right, where were we? Uh, oh, yes. Uh, don't forget, we'll be drama teasing you with uh, The Diary of River Song, Series 7, at the end of this podcast. But as a kind of um, tease for that, let's go behind the scenes with that very release. Of course, starring Alex Kingston as River Song. Hello, my name is Alex Kingston and I play Professor River Song. It's the third body we found. Yes. On your beach. I should complain. As you said. It looks bad. It was very interesting to work on yesterday's script because typically Every diary that we have recorded and, and also all of the, the Doctor Who stories and box sets that I've been involved in have typically been either, you know, set in the past in England or somehow otherworldly and on a different planet. But the energy and the atmosphere of the stories tend to be sort of heightened and not that the stakes are bigger but the the performances that you as actors in the booths have to give are sort of larger than life and so it was really interesting to have to sort of dial that back in our lovely Scandi Noir. The funny thing is, is that River doesn't. River is still River, but yet working with actors who are playing that much more sort of realistic, there's a sort of a flatness. You have a sense of 
this kind of like the the bleakness of the landscape and that's also reflected somehow in the way they their speech patterns and and everything my name is james goss and i wrote colony of strangers the inspiration for this one was that uh, Matt Fitton and David Richardson are massive fans of all kinds of crime, especially Scandi Noir. And the latest idea in their wave of crime was to find a way of doing a box set that is a tribute to different aspects of crime inspired by the idea that Melody Malone is one of the aspects of River Song and the idea that River Song has spent some of her life solving basically pastiches of different kinds of crime. And I think we, we all love a female detective with lots and lots of problems standing on the shores of a fjord, shivering in a lovely jumper. And that is basically what this is a tribute to. I have watched an awful lot of Scandi Noir over my time. So I didn't really need to do that much research because, you know, if you've watched The Bridge, if you've watched The Killing, even if you've watched a bit of Borgen, or going a little bit sideways to things like Lars von Trier's The Kingdom. Just things where you find that the central character is up against impossible odds and that at some point they're going to be in a room and they're going to be accused of the most terrible things and there's going to be a board with pictures on it and lots of pieces of string going between the pictures and there's going to be a sense that people are plotting against them. And so it was an attempt to try and do that, but with the idea of a very, very large conspiracy that River finds herself trapped in, but at the same time doing it with deliberately very, very, very small cast. It was really different. It felt very, very unusual as a setting for River, really. Therefore, it was actually really fun to do, because it did, it felt like I was in some sort of... Yes, Scandi Noir. I am Charles Armstrong and I'm playing Carl Carlson. Why did you come here? Uh, for a rest. Log cabin on the shores of a fjord. Who wouldn't? We don't get many visitors. Well, the welcome I've received, I can't think why. Could you describe how you found the body? Exactly how I found the other two. I woke up, took a cup of tea onto the terrace, saw the body in the surf. It's becoming quite the morning ritual. Hmm. Isn't it? I thought a lot about Carl, and I think initially I thought that he was a completely incompetent policeman, a bit of a kind of a, a policeman plot. But I think there's more to him than that. I mean, this is a guy who has become a policeman by default and is sort of going through, one gets the impression he's going through this investigation essentially for the first time. He's, as he, as he says in the script, I mean, there isn't really any crime there in Bondgard. Hello, I'm David Richardson. I'm the producer of The Diary of River Song. Hello, I'm Ken Bentley, and I have directed The Diary of River Song. Series 7? Seven. 7. Our thinking going into this one was actually we'd just done box set six, which was a, a big celebration of Doctor Who past and River stepping into classic Doctor Who stories. And it was very steeped in lots of continuity and Doctor Who references. So we wanted going into seven actually just for it to be about River. And uh, a fun way of doing that was to look at the Melody Malone side of her character, the investigator. And Matt Fitton worked with our writers to come up with four very distinct and contrasting stories um, that would play on that theme. I've really loved what he's come up with, actually. Over to you. And we're going to steal that motorboat. Oh, good. It's not going to be that simple. 
Story one, colony of strangers. Bit of a Scandi noir feel to this one. Ken, your favourite genre? Well, uh, yes, I do, I do like um, unrelentingly dark and grim. Yeah, is that is that your point of reference? Yeah. And what are the tricks in terms of finding the tone of it, giving it that feel? I think the the accent helps, to be honest with you, because it's a it has a, a sort of a, a, a particular musicality and a particular pace, which which I think probably helps. It's sort of more a case of I'm doing that work when I'm casting in many ways. I mean, sometimes we might get into the studio and have a conversation about that. But I think if you if you cast the right people in the role, they already bring that quality. And if you want to order the Diary of River Song Series 7, just go to bigfinish.com and type River Song into the search pane at the top of the page. And then you'll see all the River Song releases as well. You might want to order some of the others if you haven't listened to them. <laughs> I don't and since I'm in a sort of plugging sort of mood, um, you might remember that last week we spoke about Adam Adamant Lives, a project very close to my heart. And for those of you still gasping to hear it, here's a little montage of clips. If you should look for a man who loves danger, to whom love is a stranger, No, no, can't, must think of, must think of. Dear Lord, man, get the Prime Minister to safety. It's been wonderful, but as much as it saddens me, I cannot give you my heart. I am forever a target for the enemies of this glorious country. Out of the way, you gawping idiots! Defibrillator! Atropine, now! Clear! Tell me about your corpse. Corpse? Well, if he wasn't when they brought him in. The car threw him up in the air like a tennis ball. Never seen anything like it. So much quieter than in the movies. Pathetic, really. Just a little thud. Was he drunk? Wandering into the road like that. Didn't smell like it. He was dressed up smart. Black tie. I will fear no evil, for I am a man who has embraced his fate. Where I tread, others seek to stop me. Seek to kill me. With fist, knife, and gun, they will stop at nothing to remove me as this country's defender. Because I am the last stand. I am the one who will not give up, who will not let the forces of chaos and violence and evil and immorality ride roughshod over the good people of this land. I will fight, yes, and I will win. Because I am the brick wall beyond which you will not pass. I am the last defense. I am Britannia! With bloody fist and unbowed head, I am righteousness! I am the law. And I am Adam Adamant! And I won't die. I will not die! 
coming up soon is our 15-minute drama tease of the Diary of River Song, Series 7. And the first story is entitled Colony of Strangers. Uh, that's coming up very soon. But before that, time now for the Randomoid Selectatron. As many of you will know, ages ago, back in the dark times of Gallifrey, I imagine, uh, someone called Hannah Newman, a big Finnish follower, uh, I hope you're still out there, Hannah. Hello, if you are still out there. And if you're not, and someone out there knows Hannah, please give her a nudge. Um, she created this thing called the Randomoid Selectatron because I made it up on a podcast uh, once. And um, she created it so that it actually works. That's not it, though. <laughs> I'm just fine. Here it is. Here it is. OK, I'm going to press the thing and I'll randomly select a big finish release and then we'll give you a 25% discount on it. Oh, OK. Well, it's from the Doctor Who Monthly Adventures number 181 Doctor Who Afterlife. It's by Matt Fitton, stars Sylvester McCoy, Sophie Aldred and of course, Philip Olivier as Hex. Let's have a listen to the trailer. Am I being too harsh on him? No! Time for him to learn a lesson for a change! Hello, not today, thank you. Who are you? Are you Mrs Hilda Schofield? Depends, who's asking? I'm the doctor. I know your grandson. Please, what are you doing? Oh, I don't know what I'm doing, do I? Because you never showed me. Please, be careful! I'm so sorry, mate. I... I don't know what to do. I'm sorry, I'm sorry! How many times do I have to say it before you listen? Maybe this will clear out your lug holes. And could you raise your glasses one more time to Thomas Hector Schofield? Here's to you, mate. To Hex. It's a great story, great performances. All you have to do to activate the Randomoid Selectatron offer is go to the latest podcast entry at bigfinish.com. You can either find it on the homepage or under the podcast tab at the top of the page, or you can press the uh, audiobooks tab and you can find it under Big Finish Podcasts, the Big Finish Podcast, and you just select there and you find the latest one. You select the title, and in the text it says, The Randomoid Selectatron also features offering you a 25% reduction on the selected release. Just click here and enter the offer code buck up. Click the, the word here, and you'll go to the offer page, and the code is buck up. B U C K U P. All one word, all capitals. Uh, in memory of a great catchphrase that never really features anymore. It's very sad. Buck up! So, time now to say goodbye. Thanks once again to Karen and Sue for their fantastic help in retrieving the emails from the folder of doom. Um, hopefully, Benji will be back properly for next week's podcast, but I'm rather nervous of over-promising. Anyway, so far the Space Year 2020 has been really quite thrilling with a new series of Doctor Who and also ex-Doctor Who showrunner Stephen Moffat doing a brilliant version of Dracula with his and my good friend Mark Gatiss. 
That's not to say this Stephen Moffat's not a good friend. I, I just don't know him quite as well. I'm, I'm over-explaining. Anyway, it's, a, it's, it's time for me to choose a, a style in which to say goodbye. And I'm choosing to say it in the style of a poor, lonely podcast presenter whose mate isn't with him. But hopefully we'll be tomorrow to record the emails which we'll edit in later. <laughs> goodbye. And while I'm away drowning my sorrows in orange squash, you might like to listen to the first 15 minutes of The Diary of River Song, Series 7, and an adventure entitled Colony of Strangers. I know how it looks. Tell me how it looks. Bad. Hmm. It's the third body we found. Yes. On your beach. I should complain. As you said... It looks bad. <sighs> this body seems the same as the others. Can I... I'd rather you didn't touch it. I'm wearing gloves. You came prepared. Well, it is the third body. Also, it's cold. It's the same as the others. It does look like it. It's completely featureless, like it's been grown. Hmm. Have you seen anything like it before? Only on your beach. Not what I meant. O on this planet. Are, are these things normal? I don't think they'd be normal anywhere. Yeah, true. Whatever this creature was, it was blank. So why would anyone want to murder it? I'd assumed you were. Fine. Interview between Carl Carlson, Sheriff of the Colony World of Bonguard, and... Professor Riversong. You don't have to say that. I was just being helpful. Professor Riversong. Tourist. This is simply an investigative interview for the purposes of assisting our inquiries. But being recorded just in case I say, oops, it was me, I did it. Did you? Oh, you don't do flippant, do you? No. Why did you come here? For a rest. Log cabin on the shores of a fjord. Who wouldn't? We don't get many visitors. With the welcome I've received, I can't think why. Can you describe how you found the body? Exactly how I found the other two. I woke up, took a cup of tea onto the terrace, saw the body in the surf. 
It's becoming quite the morning ritual. Mm, isn't it? Listen, I rarely want to commit murder on holiday, and I've been to Torremolinos. Hello. Don't let me disturb you. The interview has been joined by Gudrun Gudrunstotir, Mayor of Bongar Colony. Pull up a chair. I will. Professor Song, I'm... I'm sorry about all this. Oh, not at all. If you're not, I'm afraid, seeing us at our best. Bondgard, we're a, we're a small colony and very quiet. And we like it that way. We don't need outsiders. Now we have a mystery on our hands. We don't have crime here. And you're far too polite to mention this is happening at the same time as I turn up. Far too polite. It's very gracious of you. If there's anything I can do to help... I'm sure we can count on you. The fact is, we don't even know what's going on, what those creatures are, or, or were, or, or where they come from. Are they perhaps native to this world? And now you're interrogating me. I said I wanted to help. And you are. But really, I, I don't think we need the formalities. You're free to go. I have a few more questions. And I'm sure Professor Song but... won't mind if you dropped by her cabin to ask them. Not at all. So I can go? Of course. Thank you. I'll be in touch once we finish the autopsy. Of course you will. You should have let me question her. It's quite clear she's not the kind of person you'll get anywhere questioning. I wonder why. She's hiding something. Of course she is. Be nice to her. I think it'll work wonders. Okay. Carl, you can be nice, can't you? Of course. I wish you weren't so dry. Do you mind if I take these files? They're part of my investigation. Of course they are, but I want to be across all of it. I'll return them. Don't worry about it. Keep an eye on Professor Song. Find out what she knows. Subject, weight, 77 kilos. Making frontal incision. Is this a private autopsy, or can anyone join in? What are you doing here? I have an inquiring mind, Sheriff. If those bodies are going to carry on washing up dead on my beach, I want to know more about them. Uh... And, while I'm here, I can't be murdering more of them. If it is murder. Nice robo-surgeons. We salvaged them from the colony ship. They're old models, but solid. Craftsmanship. Our ancestors were lucky to get them off. Although it was damaged in the crash, and the ship sinking to the bottom of the fjord. Hmm. The inside of this body... It's unusual. What am I seeing? The body is... solid. Heart, lungs, ribs, all in a lump. What is it? Unknown. I think I may be suspected of murdering an artwork. I mean, it's not human. Is it? Unknown. How many more of these things do you think are out there? Why? I can't be the only one encountering them, can I? These golems? No one has reported any. Are you sure? Um... You're not sure. Can I see the other bodies? Sorry? The, the other bodies from my beach. Really? 
I'd like to compare them. Okay. Can you retrieve subjects Gamma 9 and Gamma 10 from cold storage? Negative. Why not? Subjects Gamma 9 and Gamma 10 have been disposed of. What? I'm guessing not buried. Incinerated. Interesting. Who ordered that? Unknown. <laughs> Very interesting what you don't know. Carl, are you really in charge of this investigation? Yes. Are you sure? Stalk! Right there! Oh. Good! There you are. Can you turn that burger alarm off? What are you doing here? It'd be easier for me to tell you if you turned off the alarm. Fine. Oh, thank you. What are you doing in the mayor's office in the middle of the night? Burgling it. You're not a very good burglar if you set off the alarm. Actually, I set off the alarm because I wanted you to come here. Oh? Look what I found. You've broken into Mayor Goodwin's desk? Obviously. And her safe as well. Carl, she's got full autopsy reports. She's got all your investigation files. Of course she has. She asked for them. She's the mayor. And she's got other files. Look, here, 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 and here. More bodies. Some of these records go back years. I knew nothing about them. Didn't you? No. So you're saying the mayor does and you don't? What are you accusing the mayor of? I don't know. Look at these photos here. I think they're recent. You may have missed a crime. Recognize the background? What? Well, there's no location. Just photos taken of a body with the same features in the background. It's somewhere on the shore of the fjord. Do you recognize it? I... Uh... Oh, come on. Lived here all your life. Local knowledge. Wait. Something's wrong. Yes? The features in the background of the photo. That tree. That fence. They're the same. But the position of the corpse is different. Meaning? These photos were all taken at the same place. But I think there are four different bodies. Here. I recognize those buildings over there. The polytunnels. Oh, yes. Hydroponics farm. Tomatoes and cucumbers. Bloom grown. Delicious. Now see the position of the body in each photo and their distance to the polytunnel. It's different in each picture. Someone dragged the body? Look at the sky. The weather's different in each one. So you think these are four different bodies washed up here? I do. Suddenly, I'm less important. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Shall we get out? Oh, it's so cold at night. Apparently, the southern hemisphere of this world is quite balmy. Oh, pity your colony ship couldn't have crashed there. We've never really gone looking. It's an isolated spot. Yes. We could have waited till daylight to do this. You woke me up in the middle of the night. I thought you'd appreciate it. Did you? 
Also these bodies of found the dawn, which suggests they come ashore at night. I figured it's our best chance of finding one. Maybe even before it's killed. Maybe. So we can talk to it. Oh, revolutionary. I can't see anything along the shoreline. No. Perhaps we should check the polytunnels. We could take one each. Okay. What is it to be? Cucumber or tomatoes? Hello? This could all be a trap. A trap I've walked into. Is someone there? She died, surrounded by cucumbers. Well... There is someone there, isn't there? It's all right. Show yourself. My name is... River Song, and I mean you no harm. Yeah, first time for everything. Hello? Hello? Who's there? I, I, I can't see you. Please, who's there? Hello? Ah! Oh! Did I startle you? Ah, yes, you know damn well you did. Sorry. There was nothing in my polytunnel, so I came over here. Ah. Kind of you. Don't mention it. I thought I heard something. And? I, I can't see anything. Right. Should we... Should we check the beach again? Why did you come? I needed a holiday. A friend recommended here. I see. We don't, I mean... Not normally get tourists. I'd noticed. I had to bring my own lodge. It's not that we don't get off-worlders. The old trader ship. What, buying your cucumbers? Animal pelts, mostly. Uh, woven on a gene loom, too, but they are not to know. Ah. But no tourists. Well, it'll stay that way if you keep arresting them. Be fair, you can see how it looks. I can see how it looks. Oh? Suppose I'm not going about murdering these mysterious creatures on my holiday killing spree. Okay. Then someone here is. Why? I don't know. This is designated a Class 5 colony world. Supposedly, no indigenous life smarter than sheep. What if these bodies belong to the true inhabitants of this world? And someone's murdering them and covering up their existence? Saves a massive scandal, especially if there aren't many of the creatures left. The mayor? One possibility. You suspect me? You've brought me to a desolate shore in the middle of the night. I'm not going to say I suspect you, am I? You aren't? If I was... If you were... Then I'd say you were either corrupt or a bad detective. We don't really have crime here. Unless you murder me. You're one off-world tourist, alone. You've not made any transmissions off this planet. You've been monitoring me? Of course. I wonder if anyone knows you're here, or even where to look for you. Would anyone miss you if you were to disappear? Uh, yes, my husband would be furious. He hasn't come on holiday with you. He hasn't contacted you. 
You haven't contacted him? That's how it works. Hmm. Would he miss you? Don't test that theory out. Shut up. E excuse me? Shut up. Something's moving out there. Sure. You've been listening to a Big Finish production. Don't forget to rate, review or subscribe.